0: From PRX
1: Uh, Ladies and gentlemen Boys and girls and friends Beyond the binary It's time for a look back At a very special uh, Archived real-time recipe episode Like it aligns with our 900th episode Which was a look back This is an actual episode Uh, One of the audience favorites uh, so, I hope you enjoy this uh, classic episode of Sleep With Me, where I'll be doing an episode in real time. It's a quaint one because it's from the past, uh, but I couldn't do it without all of you uh, that take a second to support the sponsors or support the show. And I also want to remind you don't forget to support one another and support yourselves. There's links in the show notes uh, to organizations to help you with self care and to help the members of our community, the black members of our community, because black lives matter. So check out our show notes. You can do that in any podcast app. Uh, and uh, here's a word from the sponsors that will bring bringing this show twice a week. All right. But Scoots here. And, you know, you've heard these messages. I'm here to talk to you about, you know, what makes uh, things like Sleep With Me possible, stuff outside of the box. And that's our democracy and represent us. And I don't know about you, but does it really feel like our leaders are responsive uh, to our needs uh, right now? Does it feel like things are running smoothly? Because if you don't feel like that, it's okay. Uh, You're not alone. You know, there's a lot of people having the same experience uh, wondering, hey, is there something we can do? do to fix this. And here's the thing. There are things we can do right now to get things back on track. This podcast is part of the Pro-Democracy Podcast Coalition. It's a group of shows, hosts, and networks. We're banding together to try to make things better. And we're working with a grassroots nonpartisan organization, Represent Us and You. So all you need to do is go to represent.us slash podcast and get more info on how you can get involved. Represent Us is the largest grassroots. Grassroots organization working city by city and state by state to pass laws that protect democracy and improve it. You know, we need a system that works for the American people, not just special interests. So go to represent.us slash podcast and join the movement today. Thanks, everybody. All right, everybody. It's time for the Sleepy Supporter Zone, the one part of the podcast I need you to hear. Uh, it's where we thank the listeners who support the sponsors. And that was, you know, that's like enough said, right? I want to thank Charlotte and Nancy, who both got some Sunsoil. Let Sunsoil know about their, their appreciation and their sponsorship of the podcast. Let me know about it so I could thank them. Uh, so I want to thank Charlotte and Nancy. And then I want to thank you. Uh, if you support sponsor, particularly right now, I'm looking for people that supported Air Doctor, got an Air Doctor purifier. Uh, Not only so I can thank you on the Sleepy People Supporter Zone, because it is like uh, one of my favorite sponsors. uh, Like, uh, I just, holy cow. I mean, right now it's really warm in the Bay Area. So I have the Air Doctor going at a higher speed than I normally would, circulating air and cleaning the air, getting everything out of it. But if you have supported them already... Please let me know so I can thank you, particularly like all our other spot products. I really want to have a long-term uh, like a relationship with uh, the air doctor. That sounds funny. Uh, but yeah, so if you support the air doctor, let me know so I can thank you here on the Sleepy Supporter Zone. Let them know. Uh, the second part of the Sleepy Supporter Zone is you getting the support you need. So if you're feeling a little bit of extra stress right now or you need a little bit of extra help, there's links to organizations uh, to help you with that. If you want to look into uh, anti-racism, into looking at your privilege and supporting the Black members of our community, I have some places that you could get started uh, right now in the Sleepy Supporter Zone. And uh, the third part of the Sleepy Supporter Zone is an organization I support, and that's the Bail Project. You could go to bailproject.org. You could use the link in the show notes. It's a revolving bail fund, uh, so when you support them, your money gets used over and over and over, over over and over again. Actually, over ideally, over and over and over and over again. And it combats uh, some of the economic and racial disparities uh, we, we see. Uh, so uh, bellproject.org is something I support. You should you should think about supporting it, too. And that is the end of the Sleepy Supporter Zone, which is now over. Oh, Mystery Bard, a lot of people help out on the show. Who are they? This posty
0: poster song. Sounds like a near fall. Wrote the theme song. W.
1: Bard. I'm at Dear Scooter on Twitter and Instagram. That's where you can find me. What do you say we show it so show it down and slow it down and get on with the show? Uh, hey, you're only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm gonna do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Whether it's uh, thinking, feeling, uh, physical emotions, uh, chain you know, noise, whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off it, distract you. What I'm gonna do is create a safe place, and I guess I said that hurt, right, but the way I'm gonna kind of design the safe place, I'm gonna send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm gonna use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Pointless meanders slowly. I don't think I have a drawl, but I have something like it. Like I'm going to drawl stuff out. And I'm not going to be getting to any points real fast. I'm going to be drawing it out or drawing it out. Yeah, I try not to drool, because I don't like mouse noises. I like my delivery to be, uh, even though I have creaky dulcets, I like it to be smooth. Uh, as nice as I can make it. It, it, Really, that's like the whole concept of creating a safe place. I want it to feel warm. I want it to feel inviting. I want it to feel welcoming to everyone. That's why I say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, I want you to know I'm glad you're here. And one of the reasons I'm glad glad you're here is that that the human connection you know, sometimes it's not, it doesn't come easy, but in situations like this, it does because I've been there and I've heard from, you know, thousands and thousands of people going through different things that have been keeping them up at night. And while there there's a lot of things I haven't experienced, like I can relate uh, to whatever it is that's keeping you up, to, to that feeling that you get when you're like, what the heck? I just want to go to sleep, please. Or like like I think i had said recently, when you're traveling, like when you want to go to sleep on the plane, nearly impossible. When you don't care, lights out. Uh, sleep is a baffling, baffling thing, and you deserve a good night's sleep. Like so, I made this podcast. Uh, the, the, that's kind of part of what goes into it, but part of what goes into the safe places, like me saying, I'm glad you're here. And I'm going to be here and do my best to take your mind off stuff. So so here's the setup if you're new. Uh, first five minutes of the show, that's business, so that we can keep the show for free, keep the archives for free, and credit the people that work on the show. Because uh, only a couple people get paid to work at the end. Like, so just to credit the people that work on the show. And uh, then we have an intro, which we're a few minutes into. Those tend to be about 12 minutes kind of a show within a show to show that you don't really have to listen, but also to kind of, you know, to set the mood and for me to try to explain how the podcast works, which is kind of, it's a paradox. So it's like uh, trying to explain paradox, uh, like, uh, it's, uh, a paradox, like creates it's like uh, trying to cr- cr- say, well, I'd like to improve around about, uh, well, how are you going to do that? I, well, I'm going to call it a, a. I don't know. But dry, I'm going to drive around Roundabout and think about how I'm going to make an improvement on Roundabout. But so I'll do the intro. That's about 12 minutes. There should be a time when the story starts, so you could skip ahead. But for a lot of people, this sets them at ease. For some listeners, they fall asleep during the intro. Some people skip it. Hopefully, you listen to the messages so you know how to keep the show going and support it. But it, like otherwise, just you know, get to where you need to be. Settle into bed. You know, you could start the podcast as you're easing in and winding down or when you're already in bed or some people start it in the middle of the night when they wake up. So there's really no wrong way to use the podcast and there's no should around. You should listen there's, there's like a, other than the top of the show. There's really nothing you you can miss. You know, you, you can miss. You can fall asleep whenever you want. And uh, I try to make it just engaging enough to take your mind off of what's ever keeping you awake, but not so engaging that you feel like you, you you're obliged to listen because you're not. No, no harm, you know. Fall asleep whenever you need to. My goal is to be here to escort you across that threshold from wake to sleep. Uh, but the other side of it is, you're under no pressure to fall asleep. These shows are about an hour long. Uh, because I want you to be at ease and say, okay, I got a whole hour to fall asleep. I'll just kind of listen, and I'll be here the whole time. There are listeners that don't listen to the show to fall asleep. They can't fall asleep, and so they listen to it for company or mild entertainment. And I give it my all to be there as their boyfriend and yours. So whether you're asleep in a few minutes or it takes you the whole episode or you wake up in the middle of it, you know, I'm here for you the, the, the best I can. Now, this doesn't work for everybody, you know, because I guess there isn't a one-size-fits-all solution to sleeplessness. Uh, So, so you know, listen to it a few times if you're new. You know, try it out. Say, well, I don't know. Or, huh, after the second episode, you know, because uh, if you're skeptical, of course you're skeptical. There's so many things that say, oh, this is going to fix it or this is going to... And, and if you're like me and you can't sleep, you're really... You can be in that place where you really want something to work, uh, you know, because, heck, you, like I said, you, you you need a good night's sleep, you know? And what a ripoff. I guess that's a lot of times I feel like that with stuff. It's like, what a ripoff. How, how come this uh, person's next to me? They're sound asleep, and I'm sitting here tossing and turning, and I got all this crap to do tomorrow. But that, that's why I make the show. I try to help. Uh, to try to be there. to keep you company while you fall asleep. I guess that's the thing. Like uh, that's the ideal, uh, I don't know, like like a a version. It's like, I'll be here to keep you company while you fall asleep. Now I'm a little bit goofy. Uh, The podcast is a little bit silly. It doesn't always make sense. Tonight we'll be talking about real, tonight's a real time recipe. And what that means is, uh, it's like, like I don't know if you saw any, like if you, used to, like I grew up watching a lot of David Letterman and Conan and those style shows. And I remember, you know, every once in a while they'd bring on someone to cook, a, cook something, cook a, a meal. And they always like cut out the like the lasagna, you know, they'd show you part of it and then the lasagna would be in the oven done. So it never happened in real time. And a lot of times it was just kind of comedic. But even like if you're watching some like news type show and they were doing the cooking, like your local news or Saturday morning showboat, you know, might have been something, you know, but they never were doing it in real time. Even some cooking shows are like, well, this is like a real time recipe show, which what could be like the reason they cut out those parts of the recipes. Who wants to sit around when the freaking thing break, bakes or the water boils? Say, okay, well we'll just we'll just sit here while uh, the pasta boils. Well that's what the, that's what this bike. Is. And then we won't be doing boiling pasta tonight. Uh most of this episode will be grocery shopping. Uh but it's you know what kind of plan works like a real time recipe. What you know, that'll put you to sleep. I think it will. I think it will for sure. We'll be at the grocery store for about twenty three minutes. And it should be about the mildest trip to the grocery store you'll ever experience. Uh, so, so like, uh, that, that's the podcast. A lot of meanders, a lot of me going on tangents, observing stuff that's not particularly interesting to anybody else but me. You know, me, me sharing my thoughts. Like, I, I, I tend to steer clear of controversy, but sometimes I do have, uh, what are those thoughts like? Like like uh, tonight, uh, like salad spinners have come up, and I don't know how people feel about salad spinners. I don't know if a salad spinner was invented or repurposed, or when when it first came on the scene, because uh, it it felt like ninety ninety nine might have been the year of the salad spinner ninety eight, or that it became in that it got into my purview where all of a sudden you said you got to spin these salads, and I thought you tossed a salad. I've heard of that, and uh, pass the salad. I've heard of pass the salad, but you got to spin a salad now. I say, oh yeah, it's a salad spinner. You spin it. Uh, so you know, any like stuff like that, you know, that might be that's as uh as extreme as we get, and I, and I still say, well, I just don't get, you know, I. And so the ideal thing is you wake up tomorrow, and some people listen, some couples listen, but a lot of times you know one member of the relationship listens to the podcast, and the other one sleeps really good, and those tend to be the people that snore, uh, which you know it's just 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 the case. Uh, but you know ideally you'll wake up, you'll be at breakfast tomorrow, or maybe one of your coworkers listens. Say, wow! You look you look radiant this morning. We say, well, I was listening to sleep with me last night, put me right to sleep. Uh, I think. Well, what what did old Scoots uh, like? What did old Scoots get on Sometimes he gets all—he's got that, uh, like uh, he's got that personality. Like he's a little neurotic. Did he get neurotic about it? well, something about uh. I think he's he's trying to do, like, a routine. Instead of spinning plates, he's trying to spin plates of salad. Or at least I had a dream where he was, spin, instead of, like, spinning plates, he was spinning plates with salad. And the radishes were going everywhere. And then he was throwing radishes like they were mini Frisbees. And I think there was, like, a poodle in a, a ballet skirt that was catching those. And... Then Scoots had to go. say, somebody Google radish and poodle, please, and make sure that. Uh, but the the poodle didn't swallow the radish; just caught it, and then, uh, you know, like made a face. So I think that's what the episode was about last night: so spinning spinning plates of salad. But I don't know. I felt like I, I just woke up, and uh, there was another episode on where he was talking about uh, uh, grating grapefruits or something. I think he wrote a poem about uh, grading grading the great grapefruit uh, graded grapefruit? Huh. Wow. Okay. Well, you look great. You could tell you slept good. Fine. You deserve it. Uh, sorry about my snoring and drooling. Uh, but I did do the dishes. Oh, excellent. Well, that's great. Uh, thanks, Scoots. So that's that's maybe just that's like the uh, um. Whatever the little little house on the prairie version or something, I don't know the like what way to describe it. Pollyanna, Pollyanna version of the podcast, but that's you know that's how it goes. Like so, you don't need to listen. You're under no pressure to fall asleep. A podcast doesn't work for everybody. You know I'm weird, uh. But you know I've embraced my weirdness because it helps people put people to sleep, and I want you to know, you know it's okay to be you too, and it's okay to be you here now. And just let out some air and say, okay, you're here. It's a safe place. It's here to help you fall asleep. i go ahead to hear It's so good to see you or hear you or to be heard by you. And I say this every episode because I mean it. I really hope. I really yearn. And I really work hard because I want to help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. All right, everybody, it's Scoots here. I'm talking about Sleep With Me Plus. If you haven't checked out a trial, you know, there's a seven-day trial at all levels at Sleep With Me Plus. You go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash plus, sign up. You know, cancel in six days uh, before your trial renews. But I want to talk about an email I get uh, somewhat often. It kind of goes like a little bit like this. So maybe you can relate to this email. You know, Scoots, I love this podcast. I've been listening to it for years. It has changed my life. It has changed how I sleep. I know most people love listening to this ad-supported version. They listen linearly, and they wind down during the intro. They fall asleep during the story. But, Scoots, I'm different. I love the show, man. But the thing is, I, I listen all night long and, you know, just transitions between the shows and the ads or, oh man, it, like with supporter zone, I fall asleep early during the intro and then the, I hear the supporter zone or so, the, the sponsors between the story or I'm a musician. So here in the mystery Bard sing, and I want you to know, yeah, I see you. You love the podcast. It's had this powerful impact. I'm putting you to sleep. You consider that priceless, right? That's what we designed Sleep With Me Plus for, for all those people, people that listen all night, people that just want the intros, people that just want the stories, musicians who don't want any music. They get that story only feed. People that don't want to hear the supporter zone. They don't want to hear the ads. They don't want to hear the thank yous at the end. You just want one specific show, a lot of it, whether it's Bake Off or TNG or the store, certain stories. You want exclusive content. All those people are a little bit different. And that's what we finally have been able to offer with Sleep With Me. Me plus is for those of you that say, I love this show, but I could, I, could, I could use a little bit more of this or a little bit less of this. So get over there. Sleep me plus was made for you. We've been waiting 10 years to be able to do this for you. So you could sign up and again, test it out first. Uh, it works in almost every podcast app, even on Spotify. And you could sign up at slash plus, slash plus and check it out. Thanks. Uh, Hey, thanks for coming over. It's so good to see. It's been so it's been too long. And you might say, so what do we did you you know my invitation to come over the voicemail I left you. You know I don't check my voicemail. Just I don't know if you've left me any voicemails. Uh, I try to, but I rarely do. But that's weird that I don't listen to voicemails, but I left one for you. So, But I don't know if you listened to it, but in it I said, w- you're going to come over to do some cook- We're not going to be technically cooking, but I don't know what else to t- call it. So we'll be cooking, you know, this is something so good for us. It's so good to taste. There's so many options. Like, I'm so excited. We don't. I'm so excited and I just can't hide it. But we're about to make uh, some uh, – we're about to go to the grocery store Without a shopping list. Uh, I feel like Gloria Gaynor, even though she didn't sing that song, I think that was the Pointer Sisters. But anyway, we're going to head over to Trader Joe's. We don't have any, uh, we don't have a shopping list. So we don't need to check it. Of course, that means we could forget things. I have my fingers. And they've only failed me, you know, for the majority of the lists I make on my fingers. But this one, this is one we really can't, where we really can't go wrong. We can only go right. But we'll really, we're really going to get down, we're going to get down, down to the, down to the ground. You know, let's, let's go. Let's, uh, do I have any updates? Believe it or not, I don't. This time there are no updates, uh. All my crushes are virtual. I've I've moved my crushes to virtual location offshore. Well, it's not technically offshore, but, uh, kind of offshore. Yeah, I've offshored my crushes. Let's talk about it on the way to Trader Joe's. You look great, by the way. You look so, so, so terrific. And I'll tell you what, after we eat, what we eat, uh, we'll, uh, so what do I get? What, can I give you the backstory on why? I'm I'm not trying to be mysterious, so that's what we're going to do tonight. is Make some salads. Uh, it, it, well, I'm going to give you an array of salad options. Okay, I did I didn't know we'd get to this this quick. No, I do not have a salad spinner, and uh, well, we, we could talk about that at the salad pl- at uh, at uh, Trader Joe's. But uh, uh, we're, we're so we're doing real time driving now. We used to always get there by the magic of podcasts. I wouldn't have to fill time on the way to Trader Joe's. But you want me keep talking? Can I just tell you, you're an excellent driver. It does not even feel like a, I feel like. A, oh, should I tell you about my? Yeah, so I'm very happy with uh, the um, leasing They leased the Chevy Volt. I'm very happy with it, and that's why I'm letting you drive it. We're being powered by electric electricity. Is it just so smooth? And yeah, there's no, I don't know, I don't know what the carbon, I don't know what my carbon footprint is at all, but, uh, it's reduced, I hope, uh, except you know, for my, when, when I was doing all that marshmallow toasting, I think that probably increased my, uh, that doesn't increase my carbon footprint. I don't know. I think you might be wrong on that. Uh, how many marshmallows they just toast? Probably thousands. Uh, oh no, that was a dream. That was when I was called, I, I, I had a dream. I was the village marshmallow toaster. In one of the largest villages, I think it was influenced by reading uh, one of the Discworld novels, uh, Jenny K. St. Guards, Guards, Guards. or I Maybe mean, it's only two guards, but I was re- re- dreaming. I-, I was wandering the streets selling toasted marshmallows or marshmallows being toasted, which obviously increased my carbon footprint. Uh, but it, So it's a good thing we're, we're driving on electric. Yeah, it's a confusion around the Chevy. So Chevy now has a Volt and a Bolt, uh, and the Bolt's all electric. I think it goes about 200-something miles. The Volt goes uh, 50 miles uh, on electric, and then it switches to a gas uh, generator engine thing. So it's not a hybrid. I like it. It's uh, That's why I said f- f- free mentions of it, because I, I like it. Yeah, but it's, doesn't it doesn't feel good. I do, I, like I, I say, holy, no wonder Elon's so popular. This electric stuff is great. And the best thing about making salad is we won't be having any internal combustions later either, <laughs> if you don't mind me. Seeing, well, we could, I guess. You're right. You could from salad. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was going to talk about salad spinners before we, as we get closer to Trader Joe's. Um, I don't have a salad spinner. I did. I, I have had them in the past. I, I found that that makes me eat less salad. The idea of having to spin the salad. Okay, let me just lay this on you. I'm not big at washing my vegetables. I, like, uh, I, I, I just to uh, put that out there. I trust. I trust. Tra- like, I trust Trader Joe's. Unless it's going to my daughter's lunch, then I'll wash the vegetables. Uh, but the salad, perhaps, like I guess I do wash a pepper. I just okay, like like uh, I buy I buy a bag of lettuce. So let me just, uh, can we get, can we talk about that when we get there? Because it goes on. I mean, there's it, multiple things, reasons. And I just so don't judge me. My carbon footprint just shot right there. Well, probably I guess I'm. I mean, I use the salad bags for coas uh, to clean up after coa. So that, does that help? Maybe I think you're giving me a hard time. I almost feel like we're flirting now that I don't have. Uh, it's not that I do... Well, I never flirted with anyone at Trader Joe's. Remember, I tried with the i tried to ask where the Worcestershire sauce is, and then I didn't didn't flirt after that. And then with the uh, the pork roast or whatever. So, oh, so salad spinner. Well, one the idea is spin, like it just seems like a lot of work. One, what are you spinning off of it? Moisture. Yeah, I do I d I guess I never got it. I, I mean I get the idea. Um I don't know. It, like uh, it just like I you know what sale it takes up a lot of room. That's the other thing. Once you, and even when you're spinning it it takes up more room. And I got a tiny apartment, I got a tiny fridge. I really don't have the space to be spinning salads and increasing its mass or whatever you want to call it, it's space. At the same time, I did buy something, I don't know if it was by Rubbermaid or somebody else that is supposed to keep your salad crisp longer, but I don't have to spin it, which is the key. You just put it in there, and it takes up some space too, uh, just not as much as a salad spinner. I don't know, maybe I'm the suspicious salad spinner, who was a spinster. What about that for a, would that be a spy novel? What about the salad spinster? Spinster. The spinning salad spinster. Oh, that was the Agatha Christie one. I I believe it makes sense, I, I can see that. The spinning salads of the spinster. I think we could give chocolate a run for its money in that case, you know? No? Well, a... oh, so I guess that's about it about salad spinning. One, does it do anything? I mean, yes, it gets some water off. It, this is what I didn't get. Does that affect the salad immediately, or is that just affect the longevity, the longevity of the salad? Well, here's my thoughts, and and I'll be honest with you because I know I'm right at this point. If like, uh, if it's going to impede your consumption of salad, don't do it. So, for me, the day I said no spinning of salad was the day. It, there wasn't actually a day I said that. Like, maybe I should get a sign. Maybe I should talk to Frank, old Twelve Galaxies Frank, and see if he could carry a sign around that says no more salad spinning. Well, you're right. I guess it wouldn't be anchored. I, I stopped spinning salads, and I've never felt freer, and I've never consumed more less. Like I'm consuming more salad, leafy greens. You prefer leafy greens? Well, it's well, leafy greens is one ingredient in a good salad. Oh, we're in Trader Joe's now. I have the worst parking luck at uh, Parking lot luck here. So I'm trying to close out my salad spinning thoughts. I think that's it. Like uh, like once I stop spinning the salads and. We'll get into the bags we'll have the bag salad conversation, believe me. I don't want to be shamed for how I buy my salads. I'll even buy a kit every once in a while. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's fine, you could judge. Go ahead, go ahead. When, you know, when whatever Leafy Greens do to you does to me, my goal for you is to get you on, uh, let's see... I'd like to get you up to 15, 15 servings of uh, of leafy grains a week. And I think we could do that easily. And I don't know what they prescribe. You know, I think probably you're supposed to eat 1,000 if you go by the, uh, you know, Nutrient Overload newsletter. That's one I subscribe to. Like uh, for people, you know, that they, they, they don't see the world in greys. You know, I don't subscribe to that. I think. Do you think I could sell that nutrient overload news uh, letter? It wouldn't be actual news because being in a newsletter it does not mean it's news. Uh, whoever's you know already forming it, they say, "Well, if uh, fifteen salads a week is not salads, so it's leafy greens." I'm sorry, we were talking about salad. I was saying so. Once I got rid of salad spinning, I ate more salad. I don't know if I actually ever sat, spun, I probably spun three salads in my life, and then the salad spinner otherwise sat there taunting me. And let me also say this, I do actually, I guess I'm lying, I do enjoy spinning a salad, because what I'd like to do is build up the momentum and then spin it the other way, get it really going, and then spin it. So, so maybe I just, oh, can you overspin, spin, my salad's been overspun, I guess that may, might be... Uh, what people said, I know this isn't falling on deaf ears. I know you agree with me. You just don't want to. That's like a, a, you know, let me know. Do some research. Let me know if this is an essential step. I I still won't do it. You know, I'm, 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 I'm full of salad right now, so, or greens and stuff. Okay, so here we are. And yeah, there's no reason. I have no worries about running into any crushes because I've offshored my crushes uh, or off, uh, if, if, if put them online. Uh, where online? Well, mystery places, places across, you know, places where, where you're like uh, where I'll never run into them. Uh, how's that? Uh, can I tell you more about my crushes? No, because we believe it or not, as soon as we get in here, right on our right is the salad section. So no, we don't need to talk about my. Uh, Currently, uh, yeah, we don't need to discuss that. So here we face the first step of uh, salad consumption, which I think for the first 28, 26 years of my life, I considered, you know, like most Americans that grow up uh, in what would, under quotes would be middle America, the iceberg is, uh, lettuce is considered was considered a salad to me. With a cream dressing and maybe a few tomatoes. And then if you like went in a salad bar would be the other kind of salad. Those were the two salads I knew of from my youth. Iceberg lettuce with maybe some other stuff. Maybe if guests were coming over more stuff, and then uh salad bar, at pizza hut, my dad would go to that. We we didn't get to go. And maybe my mom and then we would beg it for uh what do you call it? sesame seeds. So this is the salad section, and let me walk you through, let, let me overcome, I don't even know if they have iceberg lettuce, because I've m- moved on, it, like, well, I, if I didn't go with the bagged bagged greens, I would be a rom- romaine person, but the problem with the romaine, you get these romaine, I, think, I guess they're called romaine hearts, you know, I'm not breaking any, well actually, I not right now, I'm not, romaine heartbreaker. It, uh, that does not, you know, but so they, I think they come three to a bag and I can't consume three Romaine hearts in the time. First of all, once you start de- breaking the hearts up, they take up a lot more room and that's just real estate I don't have. The other thing is I don't think I can consume all three in time, uh, before they go away. But also then with the space situation, then Romaine would dominate and I prefer, and again, this isn't, I'm no scientist, you know, I, I, I could barely, I could barely get a plate at a salad bar. I don't think I'll be passing the salad bar, you know, <laughs> like, uh, that was a, like an attorney type joke. But, uh, so, so th- like that was why Romaine went out. Now, if, if I'm making something that calls for Romaine, I still will debate it cause they just don't like to waste, uh, I don't like to waste my salad. Uh, so it's just, uh. And again, now you're looking at now, Trader Joe's, they do have a pretty fine selection. Now, all the way to the left, they'll have a couple of kits. And let me just tell you my opinion on kits real quick, because I I say sometimes they have a seasonal kit. Every once in a while, get it, it see if it inspires you in your future salad designing and say, well, I never thought about that. And especially with a, a child, then you can see if they, if they dislike those ingredients And, you know, not, you know, maybe they had, I think one time they had, I don't remember what it was, if it was like a chopped fig or something small, Uh, but you can avoid all those things. And let me tell you, I'm no salad expert. Like I'm a blue, this is, this is going to be a lesson in blue collar salading. And if you have a blue collar out there, you need to eat more salad for sure. But so you have your salad kits on the left and you could use those or you say if you have a fridge at work, maybe think about grabbing one for lunch at work uh, and over three or four days eat the whole kit. And yeah, that might take some, um, you know, planning and buying of uh, Tupperware things, but uh, you're giving yourself a little gift and you're making it easy. But so those are the kits, and I'm not against a kit. But I I prefer actually more selection. Now let me tell you where characters, you know, Barney Bear, whoever. I don't know the, the, the Smoofy. I think is one of them. Smoofy the giraffe. I think that's one of the tra- forgotten Trader Joe's characters. But so they really do have a wide variety of salads here, and you can even if you're feeling like you want some iceberg or some butter lettuces, you know, a crisp, a crisp, a paler shade, you know, I do like, I, I, I like a dual foundation salad, I'll be honest with you, and I do like one of these, like, crisper mixed bags, and usually they're mixed, uh, so you'll see, you've got a pretty good one with the crispy, crisper lighter lettuces, and your butter, your romaine, and your iceberg range, And they'll come with like a variety of, you know, like maybe some carrots in there and that, uh, some, maybe some cabbage or the other stuff that's red. And that's what we're going for. Big picture is a lot of diverse colors in our salad. That's what they always say. Get the diverse colors in your salad. That makes it taste better. Makes it better for you. I guess that memo hasn't worked its way around, you know, but, but let's, let's just get, let's just keep it a discussion of salad. Uh because it just makes sense it's an easy rule to follow so keep 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 a rain you know rainbow style salad now that's a whole different an actual rainbow salad that's a trademarked in somebody else's business but this is like a, 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 a wide variety of stuff in our salad but it starts with our dual foundation here which is these like a like a, if you want a crispy like i, I like that but then we also want you want your dark leafy greens and and maybe your cruciferous crucifer cruciferi. And Trader Joe's is more than willing to help you. Hey, like uh, and depending on the day, you'll see like you got some baby cow, You could have those super green green you know power greens. You get some spicy mustardy greens. They have like this cruciferous crunch sometimes, which is all these uh, shaved cruciferous vegetables. But these are, are are richer, darker greens. And I think like it just gives you a good mouthfeel to have both because uh, then you get some crispy, lighter greens, some carrots, and you get the darker greens in all of their layers of flavor. Now, I will say that some of these bagged, the heavily bagged, like with mixed dark greens, I I just try to avoid those unless I know I'm going to eat it in three days because it doesn't last any longer than that. And I don't care what they say. And I don't care what you do. You may have a salad spinner. I'd I'd say spin that conversation right out of here because these are super dark mixed greens. Cruciferous crunch, that'll last you two weeks. Power grains, maybe five days. With these mixed dark grains, where you're getting into the, a lot of these different ones, they're not going to last very long, so you got to be prepared to eat it. So we're going to get two bags. So like, Go ahead and pick uh, like whichever you wish. Oh, you're going to go four bags because you want that cruciferous crunch and the power. Okay, I got you. So that's our dual foundation. And let me tell you you could you, you could start, you can plate it right out of the bag you take one f- three four fingerful drop it on the plate then drop it on the other ones or you can mix it in a bowl and I'll tell you something your body won't tell you if you're rushing to work you know just just throw some of these go two to a handful of each one of these in in a little uh, container take it to work and eat it 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 will your body will love it. Even if you don't have if you if you don't have dressing, your mouth might not love it so much. Depending on what mixed greens, you the darker greens can have some strong flavors. But you know the, that's the thing. Now, whoa, whoa, before we leave here, we're also going to get this purple bag, purple and clear bag. You're right of uh, baby spinach, or whatever it's called, uh, and that's going to be our greens for breakfast that you can have from now forever. And I'll explain how to cook that. That we will cook. So that's our salad. So then we're going to work our way through here. We're going to get some carrots. And uh, that's an easy one. Keeps Koa happy. We're going to get a a cucumber. And usually I'll stop myself there. But there is other stuff in in this little section. I don't know why the salad stuff is so spread around. But I guess, like, I'll give you my basic salad that I like uh, in... uh, you know you could add on from there whatever you wish but i'll take the cucumbers and the carrots here and then you but they have herbs they have other you know salad, like uh i don't know beets like it would i like i like i said i can't do i can't do beets i mean i had a few like i i just don't have the effort to pickle any beets or whatever so so but so let's just keep moving and you know, how about that thanks now, after the salad section here, you can see Trader Joe's has their own, um, these dressings. We're going to make our own dressings. But you can, again, for inspiration or time savings, get a dressing here. And if you're going to eat a salad every day, like, I mean, you don't want to get, like, a, I guess you could, these are your decisions. You're a free person to decide. Like, But if, if you have a little dressing on there. Is going to make you eat salad. I think that's great. I mean, some of these dressings, I don't even look at the back. Like the creamier ones, I don't know. You know, I'm living in a vinaigrette based world, except on, you know, on the weekend, I say, give me, he'll just slop some blue cheese, creamy blue cheese on there. But if you're going to, if blue cheese will keep you eating salad every night, let's, let, let's, let's keep, you know, you can make that choice. Okay, so we're going to head over here to this island. This is, I call it Potato Island, but it has a lot, it has potatoes and onions on one side. And this is where, you, you know, you got to decide as a parent, what are you going to do? Because I do like onions in my salad. My daughter does not. So the majority of time, I just skip it, skip it. Now, I like, since I've learned a lot from Blue Apron, I will sometimes now pickle some onions and do a quick pickle. Uh, Based on one of the recipe cards, so maybe vinegar and sugar or uh, like a, like a, like maybe a more Asian ginger style, like pickle, like, but, but like, I think it's just, if, if you just put acid like vinegar and, or lime juice or lemon juice with a little sugar. Maybe there's supposed to be another ingredient, probably some salt. Uh, Yeah, definitely salt, I think. Then you you could pickle your onions. Kids might like the pickling better because it's, but red onions, I mean, they're not that strong. But I do like onions and it. Like normally, I just won't get them because I'm, you know, I'm a parent. I got it. We got to get your homework done. You got to get the salad. But the great thing about salad is the method I'm going to teach you, it's a once a week salad. And then the pressure is off, you know, depending on, uh, you know the, the the timeliness of the ingredients now here's where we get where you can get your spectrum going you know we got the carrots, and then the rest of it was kind of like uh like the, we have a diversity of green, and then we have some orange, but we have these bell peppers. I like bell peppers, and I' like that that uh, you can get them in three to four colors you can get your green. And you can also get, uh, I like to, I just buy those four. I get a green, I don't always get a green, but I'll get the yellow, the orange, and the red. And I'll chop them in chunks and put them in the salad. That's that easy. And then we'll move down and you have your tomatoes. Now, again, I guess if you're spinning your salad or you know what you're doing, you could dice tomatoes. But I never, if I've had mixed results on anything in my life, it's tomatoes. So now... And again, this might be food science. Like, again, I'm not, but they have Trader Joe's has a lot of different of these plum uh, grape sized tomatoes. And most of the year, they have these heirloom style ones that, again, come in a rainbow of colors, which like is good for us. But my daughter also likes these red uh, plum grape size ones in her lunch. So either one of these. But again, you could get any tomato you want. Again, but I just find my tomatoes are too wet. Maybe it's because I'm not spinning them, or I—I co- I don't even know. I don't know. People say core a tomato. I say what? Tomatoes don't have a core. I mean, I know they do, but I wouldn't. I say that's a lot of work. Uh, coring a tomato. Count me out. So, and I, get, I, I guess like some people have salad with tomato. I guess I, 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 I could be wrong. I, I mean, I, I like a cold... If I'm going to have a tomato, what is it, quartered, a quartered tomato, I like it cold. Or I guess there's tomato slices. I've seen those in salads, too. I just worry about, like, I don't want the, the, the larger tomatoes to hear this, but I just worry about their performance over a few days, where these ones are self-contained. They're just little globes or circles, so... uh And again, it gives you a little portion control, and again, it makes it easy to throw it into something in your lunch, so you have it at lunchtime. So let's get those, and then let me think, because this is the, so we might want some garlic. Uh, So if you grab some garlic, and I think that is it uh, that I can think of here in the salad section so we need we have our salad stuff correct i I think we have everything so we need our dressings and then our like fixings or whatever you want to call it so let's go over to the dressings because this is going to be uh pretty simple Uh, and again the bounty of trader joe's here and everything's right here in this aisle we're going to go past the frozen into into this next aisle. Cause this is kind of central, and we're gonna get a lot of work done here. So let's start with the easy. Get this twenty-one season saute, salute, or whatever the heck it's called, and you can take that home with you, just cause I have it already. And then also maybe the lemon pepper. We have salt and pepper, so I think we're set. Otherwise, then we're gonna get our oils, and again, this is you don't have to follow my thing. Well, let's just get some olive oil, and and it's nice to have these choices. You say, well, I don't know what a Tuscan or a Tunisian olive oil is. Just get it and try it, and then the next time you could try something else. And I guess I hear good things about canola oil, and no offense to canola oil, but I just, like, because you use olive oil on almost everything, I just get olive oil when it comes to the vinegar now that's where you again i I say go with balsamic and something else and i've been hearing a lot of good things about these fruit fruit and citrus based vinegars so maybe go with that that's the other thing we forgot is citrus so while you look at we'll just yeah let's just go by and get some Oh, you got some lemons great thanks you read my mind i guess but so, like, uh, you, we're going to get a couple vinegars and a couple, like, so, yeah, we'll get the balsamic and rice vinegar. That's fine. I, like, uh, that sounds great. But, yeah, you typically you have your red wine, you got your, you know, apple cider, and then now you have these citrusy, you know, they're, they're, they're broadening the things. Now, I'm a big balsamic person, but that packs a lot of punch. And I'm going to teach you a little combo move that I've, uh, you know, learned a, a thing or two. But so now we have our oil, we have our vinegar, we have our so, so salute so twenty one season salute. Oh, mustard—that's the next thing we need. Uh, and I think you like—I don't even know what emulsifier means, but I hear that uh, with salad dressing. But see that one—it's got the mustard seeds. It's like a like a Dijon style whole mustard. You could get that one. And if you want a different one, you could get it. But I am a big fan. And by the way, you know, I'm not into food naming, but I think a lot of these, when you ask around, these are superfoods. I do believe that. I mean, I'm just using it saying, hey, mustard, in my opinion, you're a superfood. You, You taste good. You make other stuff taste good. And supposedly you're good for me. And also you're not bad for me. So that to me is a superfood. But I think when they talk about these dark leafy grains and these vinegars and these olive, you know, these are all like so you're getting superfoods, maybe, but foods you could call super definitely. Because what are you going to say? You're not going to say olive oil. Quit, quit slacking, because the olive oil would look at you and say, "It pretty much do everything." You know, you you put me, you know, you put me on your freaking earlobes, and I'll, I'll, I'll help with them. So, again, I, I, I'm sorry, I lost it there. It just gets so excited. Okay, so, yeah, I knew this was going to come up because one of my New Year's resolutions was to eat more beans. And it's mixed results. Now, so I haven't, many of again, maybe it's the salad spinner thing. I haven't reached a level with beans that where where uh, I could have them in the salad. Because I think if you leave them in with the leaves, they they mess it up. I mean, I think the key would be some point when I have more time to have my beans with some sort of vinaigrette on their own. Because otherwise, they just, like I just take them out of the can, I drain them, maybe I rinse them, and then I put them in the salad. It doesn't taste good. And then if you have it the next day, somehow the beans, the beans and the like, leafy greens don't get along. Everything just becomes sogged. So for now we're gonna be bean free in our salad, but one day I'd like to be there. I'd like to be like have like uh, having beans in my salad to, to get because my my goal is five servings of beans a week, and I'm probably at one or two. Uh, so yeah, not not something I'm, I'm super happy about, but you know, live and learn, live and learn. Okay, so we have one more stop, which is in this this aisle here, which we have all the nuts and all the like. Uh, you know the like dried fruit, and so you could get you know like I, I mean I like the cranberry or the cranberry that's been soaked in orange or whatever, or the cranberry with the seeds inside, and then um, I guess I'm a traditionalist. I like some sesame seeds, but you know, and they're also like the the uh, the the uh, pumpkin seeds, or the those other ones, that, it, it starts with the pea. Uh, like, like, um, whatever those are, those, those ones are good. They're like a, uh, somewhere between a pumpkin and a sunflower seed, but those are all great. Like, and, and oh, bread, like, what are those, are those called breadcrumbs? What are those called? Croutons. I'm not a crout- I'm not a crouton person. I mean, the reason being, I guess, is, uh, croutons are pretty hard, and like, uh, so I have trouble, like I just have always struggled with poking croutons with my fork and then they just explode off the plate onto the floor. Or it, I guess that's, a, that's it. That's really, it's just the ease of use. For me, cr- cr- I like to taste the croutons. I think they do add something to the salad, but sometimes I think of it myself as a kid and I say, well, I just rather eat croutons than a friggin' salad. Uh, but now that I'm a big boy, you know that like uh, I I say well again I, I'm looking for any salad interference. I guess that was the term I just you know salad spinners, croutons, beans, uh, too much salad. You know salad sp- those are all sa- Those create salad interference, and we gotta like uh reduce your salad interference. I mean, I tell you what, don't let the the, the dark greens hear this, but if I could just walk down the street eating a bag of dark greens and not, like, you know, have my teeth look gross and they taste gross, probably do that. But I, you know, that's just not, they're they're too pungent. And again, then we'd be just eating dark greens instead of a wide variety. Okay, so you have a couple add ons. Those are nice. a lot of times I forget the add-ons, so I try to keep them in a container that I can shake on. But having them is a nice option, and it makes you kind of feel like, you you, you know, say, hey, I got, I, got, I got some class, I got some nuts and uh, dried fruit on this salad and this izzy. So I think that's it, and I, I know we have to wait in line, so you want to know more about these crushes they have. They're really just uh, crushes, like... Uh, um. Uh, that's all I could say. Like, uh, like uh, distant, uh, not, you know, just um, like almost like celebrities, but not celebrities. No, I don't. Think, I mean, I would. Well, you know, when I like, um, I can't say any. Like, to, no, no one I know. You know, that's the safest kind locked away in my heart uh, with a rusted key. That's where I keep my crushes for, for, for whoever they be. Uh, no, it's not from lack of, uh, like, uh, ho- hopefulness of uh, meeting someone in Trader Joe's, being able to talk to them. I guess the data doesn't hold up that that would work. Uh, but, yeah, just, the uh, just um, I've changed my, I've been inconsistent with my shopping schedule. And most of the time I've been hurried to the dryer. In my apartment building's broken twice, so I, then I have to get, like, what I'll do is I'll put my drying stuff in the dryer run over to trader joe's get my daughter in one of those two orders and then get back to the the, the clothes. should be the people by the way the people at the laundromat that run it they love me or they're just very nice people they they, they but they're so nice it's my like uh they say i wish my wa- washer broke all the time just kidding you know it, uh, like uh plus everybody always looks at you like uh they said, well, it's not actually my washer, it's my landlord, and it doesn't work. So, so that's so that, okay, so we're checked out. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's no, like, I wish I know how you, yeah, like, uh, like, uh, yeah, so they got no updates. It's just, just straight as that. Anything at all I could give you at all? Well, um, no, I mean, I, like, uh, last night I had dinner somewhere. And I did like, I, I don't think it was, it was pretty crushed, you know, someone that was working there, but I'm sure she was like one of the owners, uh, like, uh, like, and I'm guessing that her and her, her like partner run the restaurant and they're romantically involved. And so, but, but I did, uh, almost hit her with the bathroom door because of the closet for some of the restaurant supplies, they both opened and then I said, Oh, excuse me. And then I said, let me close myself back in the bathroom again while you finish up in there. And then she said, oh, no, you know, like, oh, no, you're, you know, basically like you're. And I said, no, no, And then I just closed the bathroom door and hid there. But she did say, hey, have a good day when I left there. So, you know, that's uh, something to hope for. You know, maybe I'll be thinking of that when I fall asleep tonight. All right. So let's let's travel back with the power podcasting. So we got to get to work on the salad. And by Power podcasting, we're back in my place. Holy moly. So, first things first, I'm going to show you the breakfast. Uh, it's really easy. And, like, goes with the breakfast that I have almost every day, especially when we're getting on a school morning, uh, which is, you know, I soft-boil eggs, and then I usually get some sort of bread, pretzel bagel or something else, or homemade bread. Then a toasting in the I don't have a toaster, but I have the broiler and the oven. And then here on my skillet or whatever this thing's called, griddle, Macaster and griddle, you turn it on. And then I spray a little olive oil on there after it's heated up. It was it's heating up now, and you just rip open that. That's a zip line, you know. That bag has like a zipper on it or whatever of that baby spinach. I always feel bad eating the baby spinach. I feel like a brute. I mean, I don't know who, like, talk about terrible branding. And, like, I guess I don't feel as bad eating baby carrots because I know they're just uh, strategically shaped carrots where I think this is actually baby spinach. And I say, well, I," and I, I guess I have to use extra cognitive dissonance when I'm eating the baby spinach. Uh, But at this point, I don't know what you're going to call it. Like uh, fresh, I I, I don't know, fresh spinach is different because they did for a while buy fresh spinach uh, after I had this delicious spinach at this sushi restaurant one time. Uh, Odakashi, or is that a, is that a, I don't know. But uh, anyway, um, so the baby spinach, now that's hot and our thing's great, just grab a big handful, throw it on the griddle, And you got to keep, now see, when I'm taking a spatula, I'm just going to keep stirring it because it cooks really fast. It wilts and uh, becomes just like Popeye's spinach. And I turn the, I actually turn the griddle off. One, then I don't have to worry about forgetting about it and then worrying about forgetting about it. But two, then you don't have to worry about scorching the spinach. Because, I mean, if you think you're brute and then you're scorching baby spinach, you know, then you're... You know, then the, the, that's uh, tossing and turning. Okay. So while you're doing that, okay, you're already chopping up the peppers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I do debate those things. You're right. We don't need to have a huge debate, but do we skin the, the uh, cucumber and the carrots? Those are organic carrots. Uh, so I'd say, like usually, I'd say uh, it depends on how much Co is staring at me uh but most it was sophia just got braces so now i do what i'll do is i'll, I'll uh I'll cut off the ends and then i'll shave the carrot and then i'll give that to ko as a treat or i usually make a, a carrot parfait with her dinner and then i'll just keep using the peeler to shred the rest of the carrot and then i'll put carrot shreds in the salad which you're doing right now with the cucumber, what I usually do, and I guess this maybe is wrong, but I, I just do a fifty-fifty. Half the time, I skin the ca- skin the cucumber. <laughs> You're laughing, yeah. I don't even know if that's a saying, but uh, the other times I don't skin the cucumber. So, and I don't know. I don't know anything about cu- cucumbers or whatever the heck's in their skin. But I figure, and it can be a little tough. But uh, you know, I'm a lot tough. I'm not a lot of tough. I'm a softy. I know, but it just for the podcast, I want to get that out there. I'm tough like a cucumber skin. I know it's, it, but it can be a little bit chewy. I'm, I'm not chewy though. I don't think, unless you're considering that. But so yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, just slice them thin, and then who cares if it's got its skin on there, all right? And then the peppers. And what I'll do is, like, I'll assemble all of the, I'll assemble all these into a bowl. Uh, yeah. And then I'll kind of toss it. I wash my hands, but I'll toss it. Yeah. And then what I do is I do, like, I don't toss the salad into the, the greens. I'll take one handful of one grains on the plate, one handful of the other on the plate, and then a handful of all of our mixed vegetable, chopped vegetables, and then the tomato. And uh, yeah. And, and then, okay. Well, yeah. And then let's put the, uh, fixings on last and then the dressing. I think you go dressings, fixings, but let me show you how we do the dressing around here. This is my dressing, but again, you, I think it's a three-to-one ratio. Three servings of oil to one serving of uh, acid or vinegar. And your simplest one, you could eat, you don't even need to do that. You just you do uh, put a little balsamic on there and then put a little olive oil in there and then maybe some pepper and maybe some salt right on your salad. Yeah, uh, but here's what I do. I take an old mason jar here and yeah, say, let's say, uh, again, I, I, I'm not good at three to one, oh, one and a half cups to a half cup, right? That's one, two, three. Yeah. So let's put one and a half cups of olive oil. This is a pretty big mason jar. And now, no, 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 it says three to one. Now we're going to put a, a, a half cup of, uh, balsamic in there. But then you're gonna cut that lemon. We're also gonna put a quarter to a half cup of lemon juice in there, so so it's gonna be a little bit stronger acid wise and if it's too strong, we could just cut it with the thing Now I'm also gonna put some garlic in there uh now this is like a jar of already minced garlic, so that'll be a little bit less intense, but sometimes I just smash up some garlic and throw it in there uh but yeah just put like a scoop of like a tablespoon of garlic in there. And then I'll put two tablespoons of uh, mustard in there because that's a lot of liquid we have. And then I'll also put two teaspoons of the 21 season saute in there and maybe a little salt and pepper. And then you just put the top of the jar on and shake, shake it, shake it like a, like a, you know, shake it, shake that thing. See, and that's, you know, I don't know if it's coagulating, but that's dressing, now, one thing I've learned is that these things aren't exactly refrigerator friendly. So, if you put it in the refrigerator, uh, depending on the, the combination of oil and vinegar and stuff, like sometimes it'll solidify in your fridge. So, you just got to take it out an hour or two ahead of time, which you can forget to do. So, that's why I always have to just olive oil and uh, balsamic backup. So for that, so that's it. So so let let's dress our salads. Oh, is anybody else coming? The Pointer Sisters are coming. They're so excited. And Eddie Murphy, yeah. No, they're they're here. They're coming. Hey, what's up? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's so good to see all of you, uh, Eddie. Uh, you're my hero of ours, and I hope you're ready for some healthy eating. That will be non... Well, we do have fixings. Yeah, so we have... We, we, oh, you set up a fixing bar. Oh, you brought some walnuts? Wow, thank you. And, uh, yeah, love you, feel you. I'd like to wrap my arms around you and say thanks. I will. Thanks, uh, Pointer Sisters, for coming by. And Eddie. Sorry, Mr. Murphy. This is going to be so good. And that's it. Like uh, So we have our salads I'm trying to think if there's anything else I was supposed to explain to you about the salads or anything. No, I don't think so. So, yeah, we'll just enjoy these salads. And, uh, like, again, like, uh, oh, so after, that's right. So afterwards, like, so this would be Sunday. You do your salad creation if you can. If not, do it on Monday. Or if not, split it up and chop a little bit each week and just add what you chopped. Uh, you know, Monday, chop a pepper and a cucumber. Tuesday. Chop another pepper and a carrot, but eventually, you know, the first night I think you can leave the uh, the, the mixed greens in their ba- respective bags as you wear down the the vet- chopped vegetables. Then you can start to combine them, and then by Friday, ideally, like uh, you've eaten all the, salad. you know, you got you got to use your judgment on wh- if it's still good or not. But if you're using it for lunch and dinner, you know, you may have to re-up or you may not. It may, may last you all week. But what could be, you know, what could be better than real-time salad assembly with you, right? And, uh, and of course, our guests. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that is mustard in there, Mr. Murphy. It is. It's uh, some, uh, some whole seed mustard. Thank you. And thanks, everybody. Good night. I want to thank some listeners over on Facebook. Megan M.W., thanks and good night. Uh, Melissa HJ, thanks and good night. And Melissa K., thanks and good night. Sarah B., thanks and good night. Uh, thanks and good night to Joanna T., to Jenny K. Yeah. Uh, you and good night to Wendy A. Laura B. To the S. To the R. Tracy Y. Thanks and good night, Jenny K. Thanks and good night, Melinda S. Thanks and good night. Yeah. Uh, thanks and good night to Charlotte W. Rebecca K. Thanks and good night. Uh. Cindy. Yeah. Uh, uh, thanks and good night to Cindy T. To Diana H. Uh, to Rose. Uh, to Sarah B. Thanks and good night. Uh, thanks and good night to Jill N and Rebecca J to Rob M. Thank you and good night to Harold. Everybody, thanks and good night. Tracy Y, thanks and good night. Nancy L, thanks and good night. Uh, Debbie S to the P, thanks and good night. Thanks and good night to Mike R. Thank you, DB. Thanks. This is D E E B. Thanks and good night. Jennifer L, thank you and good night. Uh Thanks. Good night to Wes and Melanie S and Rob M. Thank you and good night. Uh, Janine H. Uh, thanks. Good night, Julie J. To the W. Thanks and good night, Tricia O. To the D. Thanks and good night, Sylvie. Thanks and good night, uh, Rose F. Uh, thanks and good night, Lynette. Uh, thanks and good night. Uh, hanging with the, the crew. Uh, thanks. Good night to Bree H, thanks and good night. Sean B, thank you and good night. Cash M, thanks and good night. Keith R, thanks and good night. Richard, thanks and good night. Laura B to the SCR. Eli H, thanks and good night. Arwen, thank you and good night. Barbara C, thanks and good night. Pat M, thanks and good night. Andy A, thank you and good night. Jared B, thanks and good night. Ben C, thanks and good night. Ida, thanks and good night. Charlie S. Thanks and good night. Matthew N. Thank you and good night. Nora N. Thanks and good night. Matthew H. Thank you and good night. Nicole K. Thanks and good night. Uh, Leanne. Thanks and good night. Uh, thanks and good night to Tammy C. and Jennifer L. Thanks and good night. Shirley A to the M. Thanks and good night. Uh, Jennifer B., thanks and night. Becky H., uh, thanks and goodnight. Thanks and night to everybody uh, supporting the show and saying hi over on my Facebook. Goodnight. All right, everybody. Scoots here talking you in with this month in uh, Sleep With Me Plus uh, audio news. Uh, we got a referral program going. If you want to sign up for that, you can always do that at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash refer. I'm gonna run through all the content we put out um, this month on Sleep with Me Plus. If you're still waiting to transition on Patreon to Sleep with Me Plus, you got most of this stuff too. And uh, first, I'm gonna start with uh, like the the podcast, the bonus uh, podcast uh, on Sleep with Me Plus, and I'm gonna go in reverse. So this Saturday, uh, Posty's got a new series that comes out on uh, uh, every other Saturday. Just about. And it's called Welcome to Scooterville, and he's re- people are really excited about this. Those are posty super deluxe episodes. Everybody that supports the show gets those in the bonus feed, and they're really fun, they're really cool, and really creative. Uh, some people like listening to them during the day, some people fall asleep to them. On last Thursday, TNG First Contact Part 2 came out for Boarfriends and Boar Besties. And uh, so there's coverage, uh, two, two, uh, two-part coverage uh, in January and February, bonus episode covering the Star Trek The Next Generation movie contact, uh, first contact, excuse me, uh, then Saturday, uh, oh wait, no, I'm, I'm scrolling too fast, sorry, um, yeah, then Saturday, February 3rd was another posty super deluxe, welcome to Scooterville episode. And, uh, yeah, that was all, everything in the bonus content feed. I think we got one more bonus set. We got, um, some other stuff coming out. All intro, all night episodes. This for, uh, buds and bore besties. Uh, it was deep value. And, uh, uh I don't know what the Patreon pay, pay tiers were anymore. Deep value and ultimate value or something. So we had an all intro episode come out February eighth, uh, and Big Farm in the Sky PI all night episodes. Uh, the six episodes six or thirteen, that was part two, six hours and eighteen minutes of Big Farm in the Sky PI. And then yeah, this week uh, another all intro episode will come out. Another all intro episode came out on uh, February January twenty sixth or twenty eighth. I can't read that. Okay, and then the story-only feed and the ad-free feed. On Sleep With Me Plus, you know, the the story-only episodes and the um, ad-free full episodes come out on the same day. So if you're a story-only listener, you get those on the same day. Or if you're, like, you know, making playlists. um, So let's see. Those are two separate podcasts on Sleep With Me Plus, um, but same content, uh, just... uh, The story-only versions have no, well, obviously no ads, no theme music, no uh, jingle music, and no thank yous at the end and no intros, just the story-only portion of the episode. Okay, so Sunday, 1239, Dessert Week, that was Great British Bake Off, episode six. Wednesday was Pup Pup Prodigy, our new series, Multiplex, episode one. Uh, February eleventh was Wandering Towers, a board game unboxing. There's twelve hundred fifty three episodes in this feed right now. Um, sorry, I went off topic there. February seventh was uh, Tapestry, which was for v- v- Valentine's Day in the public feed, and that was um, a TNG re- like a like a repeat of a TNG episode five sixty. February 4th, Roaring Twenties, Great British Baking You Off to Sleep, uh, Episode 5, that's Season 10, Collection 7. Uh, 12.35, January 31st uh, was uh, Notebooks of the Journey into the World of Friends. That was a series review, kind of look at the making of that series. January 28th was uh, Romancing the Stone Tell of the Tape, uh, In Anticipation of Argyle. Uh, Which you still haven't seen yet. Uh, That was, uh, and then uh, January 24th was Dairy Week Great British Baking You Off to Sleep, season 10, collection 7, episode 4. You can also see kind of we stick at the same kind of rhythm uh, for the most part of uh, a kind of random trending Tuesday style episode that could be anything the board game unboxing, Tale of the Tape, uh, personal essay then um we do uh, the written series so we finished up Journey to the World of Friends now we're starting Multiplex then a TV show recap uh with Great British Bake Off and uh, yeah what else uh, i think that's everything would i record this week great question this ended up being the week of Bring It On, uh, the cheerleading movie from 2000, by, kind of by accident. Well, not even kind of by accident, totally by, like, uh, I did an episode I thought was going to be about Crayola Crayons. It ended up kind of I'm trying to imagine if there was a role-playing game based on the film that I'd never seen Bring It On, even though I quote the trailer all the time on this podcast. Then I watched over two episodes, uh, bring it on, on mute, uh, and like kind of recorded kind of like a TV recap episode. And, um, those, uh, like with, with some kind of like, well, I rented the movie. So two out of two, two one and a half episodes have good quality closed captioning. But then my uh, rental ran out when I like I, I broke up the second episode into two parts. So the final uh, 25 minutes of the show, of the movie, I didn't have the best closed captioning. Even though it was mostly action-based, it was like the championship. But yeah, I'd never seen, I still never saw it's already been brought, but I'll, I'll, you know, I'll look up the trailer later today just to see. And those will come out, I don't know, right now it's in February. I don't know, those will come out March or April. And those will probably come out as TV recaps because we're still recovering, honestly, from the strike. And I'm still a little, um, you know, all the Great British Bake Off episodes we recorded before the strike. Uh, and so I'm still easing my way back into figuring out what our future of uh, TV recap style episodes is. So we have some interim content right now as I kind of uh, see what I'm comfortable with uh, and is sustainable for the long term of the podcast. Uh, And so, yeah, we'll go from there. And uh, um, I think that's it for now. I'm uh, glad you're all here. And uh, if you ever want to support the show directly, try to put these at the end of the public episodes um, just as an experiment. So you can kind of get a better idea, still a sleepy voice. But, yeah, if you ever want to check out a seven-day trial at Sleep With Me Plus, it is a huge way to support all the work that goes into the show and make sure the podcast stays sustainable so that you can, you can rely on it and a ton of other people who can rely on it. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can do that at com slash plus. And then let me know what you think uh, or, or tell me so I can say thank you. Uh, thanks so much and good night.